What's poppin' everybody? This is the one and only Queen Regal, and you guys are tuned into another episode of Stay Regal Radio. Regal me, baby. I go ahead, baby. Regal me, baby. I go ahead, baby. What's poppin', y'all? Ugh, man. I really, really, really need tonight's episode shit has been um real heavy on your girl the last couple of weeks (laughs) now I remember when I first started this podcast I remember saying I just wanted to detail and journal my self-love journey the good the bad the indifferent so that you guys can see that, yeah, self-love, man, Miss, it's not all rainbows and sunshines. And sometimes we do have those moments where you're really, really forced to sit down and look at yourself and do the work. And <clears throat> I'm finding myself in those moments, one of those moments as we speak. Today was a super, super emotional day for me. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but let me kind of tell y'all what I just recently realized where I'm at, you know, and why it was so important for me to start reaching out and getting the help that I needed. So I just moved into my new place on April, in April, and uh, it's been exactly what me and my baby needed, you know what I'm saying? We needed the stability. I've been homeless for a while, kind of living from place to place. I had to get a weekly, friends and family helping us out, trying to, you know, get a better job for us. So you can imagine being in that mindset. All you can think is survival and go, 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 go. So now, switch to being stable, got a better job, making really good money, uh, stable place to live we're secure things are looking up you know what I'm saying and it was a really great time because even in the midst of this pandemic and everything that was going on in the world inside this home me and my baby we were thriving and it was really really good and it's still really good you know definitely still thankful I don't want to ever discredit any of the, the blessings and the abundance that I'm Receiving and feeling and seeing in my life and in my baby's life. But just recently, it kind of dawned on me that now that I am stable, I have lots of time, especially being in the house, not being able to keep myself busy, go hang out with these people, go do that, go see this movie, like go eat over here, like just to keep myself and my mind occupied. I have all this time to rest, relax, reflect. And I realize that I'm angry as fuck. I feel like I've just been smacked with my mother to death all over again, you know? And without her realizing that, I feel very much alone. I mean, and even prior to my mother passing away, I felt, I've always kind of felt alone. And... I don't know. I kind of always felt like maybe it's because I had a twin, you know, my mom had a miscarriage and I was still in there. Like, 
me because I wasn't supposed to be in this, alone in this world. Or Actually, I, get, I am supposed to be alone in this world because my twin was meant to be here. It would be here. So I just kind of be attributing to that, you know, and I kind of be thinking a little too deep because that's how I do. But I feel very much alone in this time and this space. And I've been feeling overwhelmed, you know, because I don't want to feel angry. But I also want my mama. And then I'm coming into the space where I'm learning and growing on a spiritual level and one side of me feeling like don't trip like you are still connected with your mother's spirit and the energy of Wanda Carter like that is in you and you are that and that I can just tap in so also two very conflicting different sides and extremes if you will that I'm torn between much like my life which is a constant up and down at this point in time And I just find myself being overwhelmed, extremely overwhelmed. And I don't really ever talk about it, but when I was 27, (laughs) it was one of those crazy times where I was just like, yo, I'm not gonna make it like this. (laughs) I don't don't know how, how much longer I can live my life in my head this way and feeling this way and so at that time in my life I began to seek therapy and and speaking with a therapist um, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder uh, PTSD which shows up in extreme anxiety um, and depression and then so okay you know I'm working through that still seeing my therapist and all that shit made sense <laughs> like a mug you know it made absolute sense to me and it was really good to kind of put a name to it you know something that I could see how I can help myself get better because I've always felt very much an extreme swing of emotions and I just kind of attributed to being a you know a Gemini and also I used to feel like oh I just kind of took on like my twins emotions and like I say I think really deeply so I just kind of felt like all that is just what I was working with so it felt really good to to put a name on it and my therapist began telling me about the 27 club and how it was really really good that I, I sought help and I didn't just stay in that place because she said it's something that they kind of talk about in like the mental health and Something that they noticed that when people hit 27, it's like a making a make or break kind of age where some people fold and commit suicide or some people seek help and they learn how to get better. And so through that, that's kind of what I was learning to do is attempt to get better. And, you know, coming from the black community, mental health wasn't something like we really talked about. I come from a very codependent family and it's crazy because we even I haven't have aunties and uncles like who have mental illness and even still it just wasn't something that was really talked about it was just like you know kind of prey on it and it just wasn't acknowledged so y'all know how that shit go so hearing this it was new they wanted to prescribe me medicine and all this kind of stuff and I'm like look no I don't want to do medicine like I just want to talk to somebody at this point in time and so I did and 
you know, eventually more things came out. I just remember feeling very paranoid all the time for the majority of my life about people, situations, um, people close to me, strangers, like just extreme paranoia. And so that was something else that kind of just how one of my mental illness just manifests itself. And so I eventually got to the point where I was taking medication. And then ultimately I just decided that, you know, that's just not the route I want to take. I don't want to take drugs. I want to see if there's a way that I could just do, you know, holistic measures as far as therapy, just talking to someone Um, I really started looking into meditation at that time and seeing if that was something that would be beneficial to me. And so that's really what I did. And it was getting better to realize where some of these things started and what really triggers me and to be self-aware and to really start learning about how to cope and how to really be honest about where I was and what I was thinking and what I was feeling and not feel like, I'm a bad person because I think this way, but just really be honest with myself so that I could get better and be honest with those around me who love me, who wanted to see me get better. And so I did that for a while. And then over time, you know, I just stopped seeing that therapist. I believe it got too expensive, you know, and then as you go on and feel like, I feel like I'm making progress and things are on the up and up, you know, and life is good. And you're going through life and you're going through life. And then I started therapy again um, once I became a parent, you know, and I got my baby because I got her in therapy and I wanted to get myself in therapy because that was a huge transition, especially going through that all while learning like, you know, my mother has cancer, it's spreading. We're going to this doctor appointment, there's chemo, there's radiation, like there's just so much going on. I'm dealing with the back and forth between Najee's biological mom and her grandma and it's just a lot. So I went back to therapy. And then honestly, y'all, like, I just felt like the therapist, the last therapist I went to, like, he became too comfortable. And I really felt like he didn't understand me. I felt like he thought we were friends. And so ultimately, I stopped going to therapy. And so that was right after my mom died that I stopped going to therapy. And so all that I feel like has just been coming to a head and has boiled over and today I was just at work y'all and I was just crying and dialing out because shit in the last couple of months getting this new job things were not looking good I couldn't grasp exactly how I needed to do this job and then I was just letting situational things prevent me from really performing and committing to it and not really wanting to work for somebody but then I just had this wake up call like yo (laughs) fam you were literally just homeless you don't get your shit together especially knowing you can do this job like stop freaking playing games with me and so I knew that I had to push through so I'm trying to push through, have a meeting with my manager. And he was like, what's up? <laughs> I'm like, nothing, it's just an emotional day. Now I've been crying all day, but I'm good, pushing through. He's like, you know, things kind of been spotty the last couple of months. 
I understand you feel the way you feel, but just basically push through. We can't really afford it. And I'm like, yep, I know. I got it. Good. Man. A lot of shit's going on right now. And I feel like I'm just completely overwhelmed. And today I had an extreme breakdown. You know, I hadn't had an anxiety anxiety attack this bad. Um, I hadn't felt such a surge in my emotions this extreme in a very long time. Um, and it was also the first time in a long time where thoughts of suicide came into my mind. Which honestly just put me in a mindset of the people who have so much going for them you know the and I'm shit the celebrities that have so much going for them you know they're so happy they the people that make us laugh the most the strongest people you think and I just see how my life is going right now I have so many amazing things um modeling dancing my daughter new relationship you know reconnection with old friends and just like I'm writing I just wrote a book you know starting to manifest more creativity into my life working on trying to resolve anger issues that have come up and I'm just really working on my healing and pushing forward but today it just hit me like thing I can do this on my own right now and having those thoughts really really just terrified the fuck out of me because I know that I have a life to be extremely grateful for and what if I just let a moment of my mental illness going unchecked unbalanced let it snatch it all away. And I just can't do that. I'm depending on me. My baby's depending on me. My family. People who love me are depending on me. And not even to put no pressure on myself. Just to realize how much I really have to be thankful for. And it just really made me realize, like, I really need to go back to therapy because I really need to unpack my mother's death because that haunts me. I'm very angry that she's gone and I'm deeply, deeply wounded and hurt. You know, my mom was my creator. That was my person. No matter what happened in this life, how hard I would fall and bust my ass, my mama knew just how to pick me up. And you know, it's my turn now to pick myself up. And right now I just don't know (laughs) how to do it. But then also being in a place where it's like, yo, extend yourself some grace because you're doing a phenomenal fucking job. 
and just allow yourself to be present and say, hey, just be thankful for where you're at right now. If you need help, go get the help you need. And I want you guys to know I am. I want y'all to know I'm okay. Like, even in the midst of that suicidal thought today, I immediately reached out and got help and was able to have someone who loved me, you know, talk me through it and really work through that that episode with me. And I'm so thankful to the people in my corner who really rock with me. Um, y'all have been so dope. But I really wanted to do this tonight to save my own motherfucking life. (laughs) To really start sharing again my journey and my story because that allows me not to keep so much shit bottled in. That allows me to release it Let it go and let me flow into something else. You know what I mean? To flow into the next chapter, the next level. But if I'm holding on to everything that has happened to me and not releasing it or resolving any of the issues that I go through, it's not doing me any good. It's not doing me any freaking good. And, you know, I remember like a month or so ago, I was telling my soulmate that I realized I have anger issues that I got to work through. And she said, well, that's good. Now let you know, you acknowledge it and you resolve it. I'm like, all right, bet. I really have been getting hit with a lot of situations. That is like, here's your opportunity to resolve it, to do it a little differently, you know? So I just felt it important to come on here and share my story and kind of tell y'all what I've been trying to do to help myself stay level-headed. You know, I started back, um, well, I've started reading again this year. That's really been helpful because reading has always been a passion of mine and learning and growing, expanding my territory, building up my knowledge to help me be my best self, you know, and things that I can really do. And just stay connected to God. That's another thing, too. And tapping within into the God within me as well. And also, you know, Getting back on this damn microphone. That's for damn sure, man. There's a reason I've always felt pulled to do this and to share my story. And as I've been going through the last couple of months, it's been super heavy. And I've been having people tell me, like, hey, you need to share your story more. Like, whatever you go through, just share your story more. And that's a reason. There's a reason and a purpose behind that. And I just got to learn to stay true and committed, even in the moments I don't feel like doing it. And that's, this is definitely one of those moments I was like, damn, it's late and tired. But what is at stake? What's at stake, man? So yeah, you guys, I'm journaling. I'm doing 
some work actually on my root chakra uh, this week. And honestly, I'm going to work on my root chakra until uh, Spirit Day. I can go ahead and go on to the next one because I just feel like any energy work and spirit work I can do to help myself be more level-headed, be more present in the moment, and then seek that professional help. Get back into therapy. I still feel very adamantly that I do not want to do any drugs. Um, you know, I'm good. Like, I like to do natural herbs if you will if anything so yeah I'm really strong on that but definitely seeking the help that I need because I have way too much to live for um so much to be grateful for and a very very powerful legacy to leave my baby and hopefully future not hopefully future generations that can um really impact change in a real big way. What's up, you guys? This is me on a new day coming in. I felt it important after listening to my episode and also in a new day feeling a bit different than I was at that point. I thought it was important to kind of let y'all know a little bit about how if I was more aware and just really was trusting myself that the signs that I was getting to a point of having an, um, an episode or that I really needed to tap in with my mental wellness started happening a few months ago for me these extreme sensations of overwhelming anxiety because I'm in a state of not completing what I started. Whether this be projects, books, um, you know, rearranging the house, different things. And as you guys know, you know, I was working with two beautiful black kings, Roderick and Leon on Culture of the Sexes, another podcast. And at that point, you know, doing culture of the sexes, it was hard for me to juggle doing stay regal radio at the same time. And so the anxiety of when I let things kind of fall through the cracks and I'm just like, you know what? I just can't do this until I finish this. I can't do that until I finish this. And then I tripped myself up about feeling guilty about needing the time that I'm asking for to focus and get what I need to get done because I'm also procrastinating to do those things that would allow me to put more on my plate. So when I start getting in that cycle, that's when I know, okay, boom, you need to just breathe and start doing shit slowly, one by one, you know, and then also doing the work that I need to calm myself, relax myself, learn how to be present and focus on what's in front of me and not the big picture of all that I have to do because that is the shit that's overwhelming (laughs) you know what I mean you're just like oh my god I gotta do that I gotta do eight episodes here I need to edit that I need to do this video I need to get this I need to save money and get that piece of equipment oh my gosh I need to buy more jewelry I gotta do this I gotta ship I gotta you know help Jay with this and you start thinking about everything that well I start thinking about everything that I have to do 
but life's still happening on a day-to-day basis, right? So I'm still dealing with the the uh, the joys. Let me stop. I gotta I gotta be mindful of the words that I use. So if you guys kind of see me pausing a lot more, it's because I understand the power of my words and my thoughts, and I am. ago these type of signs start happening in my life and again there's still a lot of great and bad things happening and then I start notice like I'm putting pressure on the relationships around me right I get to a point where I can be very accusatory Oof. within my relationships and I'm projecting right I'm putting how I feel or the angst I feel for not completing tasks the disappointment I feel in myself for not getting these things done that I know I'm capable of doing that I know I have the desire to do but I'm just not in a place in a headspace where I can get get things organized enough in my mind to just get shit done and this is the cycle that I be in. So, that's taking place. So my relationships are in disarray, which causes more, you know, anxiety, more confusion, because now I wanna try to figure it out, because I'm like, well, this is something that I can work through, right? But I got so much shit going on in my mind that it's like, you don't really need to focus on any other things besides getting your mental wellness together. <laughs> that's like, that's it. You're trying to, you know, help people with their problems. You're trying to work on these different relationships you got on going on with people close to you. But what about the relationship with self? What are you doing there? What are you focusing on there? Because that is what seems to be causing me so much issues. And if I can really allow myself to really, if I can simply remember the journey that I'm constantly on and knowing that it's not going to be pretty all the time and just realize like you got to breathe through this shit sis, you have to breathe through this and do the things that worked well for you in the past. Meditation was great for me in the past. Making sure I prayed and meditated, prayed and meditated every single day on a consistent basis. Reading, walking, dancing. These things are fucking life. These are therapeutic for you. That's what you thrive in doing. So why are you not doing these things every single day? Time to tap in and writing. Extra crazy ass far out thoughts 
somewhere where it makes sense. And that I can work through that shit. So I can get it out of my mind. Because I thought through it. I put it with these characters and I'm done with it. And so I'm not repeatedly playing that shit over and over in my head. And also just being real with myself. Like, yes, it's it's time for you to get back into therapy. (laughs) Therapy worked well for me. Really, really worked well for me. And it wasn't like I wasn't trying to get help. So getting back into therapy, I looked up on um, Therapy for Black Girls. Shout out to my homie who uh, sent me the website. Definitely appreciate you, sis. Thank you slid me the website and was like yeah this is you know check it out so I did and reading through found a therapist I felt like resonated with me and I was like bet hit her up that was like two weeks ago about a week or two ago yeah no it was about two weeks ago nothing so in that time frame I had up another therapist was supposed to hear from her on Wednesday Wednesday comes and goes Nope, Wednesday, I didn't hear anything. But Wednesday, I'm having... Tuesday is when I really started having a really bad episode. Excuse me. Wednesday, I'm still in the midst of that. So I reach out, nothing. Email, and then I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, you know what? This is crazy. I need help. And I'm like, what if I was really just on the edge of my last brink? You know, like... That's not cool. And I really hope that people are getting the help that they truly need. I really, really hope that, you know, if you are in a place where you're reaching out, that you're getting the help that you need. And even if you're not yet able to reach out and ask for help, I just know and I'm trusting. And matter of fact, I'm just thanking God that it's already going to be sent to you um, no matter what. No matter what, because we all need that help. But... I just got to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wait for them. So (laughs) let me pray on this. And I prayed and I thanked, uh, you know, God for allowing me to find the right therapist. And then I hopped back on the website. I read through and then instantly I just looked at this woman's profile, read what she was about. And a lot of what was in her description um, was really just resonating with me as far as the spiritual journey as well as the mental wellness being combined I really like that so I reached out and she immediately answered connection was bad call back I left a voicemail she called me right back and was like yep I have appointments if you want in person I can't do that but we could do zoom I'm like I will do zoom (laughs) as many zoom meetings as my ass has been on in the last six months I will take a zoom therapy session thank you Yes, so I scheduled it, you guys, and I'm really, really excited to say that I have a session laid out Monday at 2 p.m., and honestly, that really makes me feel a lot better because, honestly, your friends and, well, I really have amazing friends, so I definitely do have friends that can talk me through it and really get me on another on the other side of things and loved ones and a straight, really, really strong and solid support system. But we are all in the midst of a crazy-ass year. Crazy-ass year on a global standpoint. Um, on a 
personal level, I know so many people that have been affected by life in so many different ways. So everyone's stressed out. And I just feel like, yeah, we all understand what each other's coming through. But sometimes in the midst of me and my journey, I just don't want to be a burden. And I'm the one that everyone comes to. And I don't want no anyone feeling like they can't come to me because I'm going through things. But then again, that's like, okay, so you're putting, you're putting your own need on the back burner. And it's like, you can't be doing that, man. You've got to focus on your own wellness. You've got to focus on your mental health. Um, because as I previously stated, I feel like I'm in a really amazing place in life and I'm finally getting the things that I've been praying on and manifesting and just being so grateful, just trusting that they were going to be coming because I was going to be working for them. And it's in a really exciting time. And I would just be so broken if I had been in a place where I'd given into those thoughts because, damn, what a time to be alive. Even with all the uncertainties and the trauma and the tragedies that have taken place this year, I am extremely grateful to still be alive, to still have an opportunity to continue searching and learning my purpose and to be walking in that. Like, I think that's such a beautiful thing. Life and the connections and the love that I feel. And I definitely don't want to lose that especially being on just the tip of the iceberg of truly learning to care and love my motherfucking self like just where I'm at and how far I've come has been so beautiful that I'm excited and I look forward to seeing what the fuck true and unconditional love of self looks like and just really learning the truth about the spiritual journey I'm on and what this life really has for me and what I could truly make this life. So I just wanted to just wanted to come in, reiterate to you guys, like we got to be mindful of our, our triggers and noticing the signs, but that definitely comes with being self-aware and my ass I'll be in my head so much about, you know, analyzing why did you do this and why didn't you say that? And then when you feel like this, why did you do that? I, I just, that's the type of person I am. So I'm always constantly in my head, um, you know, thinking about those things. So, you know, this year and a lot last year showed me that everybody doesn't do that. But I definitely think there's something that we all should do shit. Whether we think about our life through journaling, um, videos that like a video diary you know all types of things that we can do um to really allow ourselves sometimes to sit think and reflect (sighs) i'm definitely gonna make sure i've already started back doing that and implementing that i need to do more of it and honestly i really have some dope ass friends i got some amazing books um to read I'm really excited about that. So I'm going to dive into, right now I'm reading The Sacred Woman, excuse me, by Queen Afua. Um, And that was gifted to me by my soulmate, Moonflower. So thank you, boo. I love you. I appreciate you. And yeah, man, 
I'm gonna stick to this damn therapy and uh <laughs> um why are you stopping stick to some therapy I'm gonna continue reading I'm gonna continue to express and show gratitude no matter what I go through because <clears throat> that's honestly what has gotten me so far and I have so much to be thankful for even in the midst of my darkest time so that's what the hell I'm gonna be doing um and yeah, you guys, I'm going to cut to giving you guys some information about the suicide prevention and uh, hotline so that you guys can reach out if you are needing some help or if you know someone needing some help. So I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Peace. So I felt it very fitting and it was uh, also too really ironic that uh Suicide Prevention Week just ended on the 12th of September. So I wanted to go ahead, leave you guys with the number. If you or anybody you know is in a deep or dark place, maybe need an ear to listen to, or maybe really just need some help, I want to share with you guys the Suicide Prevention Hotline number because everybody doesn't have people that they can call. You know, I was able to reach out to my support system and really get that help that I need and get the resources to seek out therapy and everybody just doesn't have that so hopefully if you know anybody please share this episode with them let them know that they are not alone there's people just like you you know some who have it together some who don't have it together some of us who look like we have amazing lives and we really do and just because we have moments our episodes where we go through emotional and mental uh, distress or trauma That doesn't make us any less worthy for love, um, for support, and I'm here, shit. Even at my lowest, I'll listen, hold your ass, and we can cry together, shit. So with that being said, I love you guys so much. Thank you for rocking with me tonight, Um, and y'all, please don't worry. Y'all can send me love and light. I'm gonna be okay. I will not. I will not let this shit take me out. Um, I'm going to seek help. I'm going to do the work because I deserve the life that I'm creating for myself. All right, y'all. With that being said, stay true. Do you. Be fearless. Peace and blessings. Also, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, that number is 1-800-273-8255. Please spread that number to anyone you know, you may, uh, you love. Let them know that there is help and they do not have to take away their precious lives. All right, y'all. Love y'all. Peace.